Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Inactus SBSC, a podcast series by Inactus Shahid Bhagat Singh College, where we chat with social entrepreneurs and change bringers from whom inspiration can be drawn. We are your hosts Aditya and Uday. So we are now six episodes into this podcast, and I just want to say that the response from you guys, the audience, has been really overwhelming. We are absolutely blown away by the number of streams, and we are really lucky to have hosted some wonderful guests. And today's guest is no less. So before Uday introduces the guest for today, let me quickly tell you about the topic for today. So today's podcast is about the health of our country and why it is a problem. And let me tell you, when I read about the statistics for this problem, my heart sank, and and it's brutal. Without getting into any details, I just want to say that it is rightly said. that prevention of diseases particularly non communicable diseases that are expensive to treat is the most cost effective strategy for a country facing scarce resources and what better than diagnosing such diseases early on in life and today's guest is working towards exactly that yes absolutely today we are really lucky to have with us ms priya prakash who is the founder and ceo of healthsetgo Healthsetgo is India's largest healthcare organization for schools with the vision to establish India's largest network of health promoting schools. Priya has gained notable recognition for her incredible work. She was honored as Forbes 30 under 30 Asia in 2018 in healthcare and sciences and has won numerous prestigious awards some of which are the Global Citizen Prize and she is the only Indian to have won that. Cartier Women's Initiative Award and Unilever Young Entrepreneurs Award. Additionally Priya is also a Delhi state level weightlifter a TEDx speaker a CrossFit L1 trainer and an avid health blogger Welcome Priya it's an absolute honor to have you It's on lovely the to be here thank you so much for having me So Priya you founded Healthset Go just 4 years ago and today you're present across 77 plus cities and you've impacted more than 250000 students and parents and that is without doubt commendable I I have to say So how did this all start you know how did you realize that healthcare is somewhere where you want to bring about some change what was the whole motivation behind starting healthsetgo healthsetgo is actually very personal to me uh, because i was always motivated to do something that i was passionate about and i think like a lot of people um you know when you're in school college you don't really know what that is but one thing i knew when i was in school as well that i always wanted to do something that has an impact that makes a difference and that was because um you know that was the kind of conversations we had in school the kind of concepts we were introduced to that you know there are things in the world that we as individuals can feel accountable for and that one person can also bring about to change so in that way i was very lucky to be brought up you know with that ideology in some way but i didn't know what that would be um and parallelly uh, you know during my school time i was struggling with a lot of personal health issues uh in school when i was very young i started to get bullied and as i was getting you know extremely bullied at school that was a very traumatizing time for me because it really um, impacted my mental health at the time and the reason i was getting bullied was because i was very overweight at that point and of course when you're young you know you you really don't have that concept of um self image and body image but as i started to grow older it really dawned on me that there were a lot of people around me who did not like the way i looked 
and because of that they would make fun of me and pick on me and as this progressed in my mind i started to believe that i was ugly i wasn't worth it i um was not supposed to be confident about who i was because i did not look a certain way and as any young girl would feel at the time it's very very disheartening to feel like that about yourself in a in a society where we're constantly compared and at least at that time there was no social media i mean i'm just wondering if there had been if i was on social media it probably would have been even worse because you keep bombarded with ideas of how you must look or how you must be um so throughout school this plagued me and then when i went to college it it even became worse um when i used to be someone eating a lot in school in college i really desperately wanted to be thin and so i stopped eating you know i ate very less in the whole effort of looking a certain way and of course both states are unhealthy right and this also greatly impacted me until one day i realized that this cannot go on anymore i need to do something to stop this because it was impacting not only my mental health but it was also impacting my potential and numerous teachers college professors had always told me that you know priya you seem to be um you know able to grasp concepts you seem to be smart but you're never able to perform up to your full potential and one thing we don't realize is that when you're suffering from something physical or mental it can just impact the entire rest of your life to the point that you're not even able to achieve what you want to achieve and this made me very uncomfortable and so that's when i decided um around the time my college was ending that i really need to change this and i started on my personal health and wellness journey and it was definitely not what i would call easy uh, it took me years um and it's not something that i even had any help with because when i looked around i think the only people who were even there like my family or my friends or my teachers i think even they didn't know you know what health or nutrition or anything is all about and in fact um one of the reasons i would say that i had been putting on weight when i was a child is because you know my family is very focused on you know food as a method of love and that's just how indian families are you know so they were not very supportive in this as well so it was just my own personal journey that i went on and couple of years later you know i was i i, I mean i was proud to say that i i had managed to reach a place where i was happy with myself physically and mentally um as you mentioned when you were introducing me i ended up getting into weightlifting as one of the things that was very important to me and it gave me a lot of confidence and it really helped me um you know achieve the body that i was happy with and i also ended up winning the delhi state weightlifting medal um in 2017 and that was a huge moment for me um and this is what actually inspired and motivated me because i realized that health is so transformative and if it could change me as a person it could change so many other people and there were so many other girls just like me everyone right it's not about girls or boys everyone struggling with their health and there was nowhere that they could go um whether you're in school whether you're in college there's just so much and you don't know where to look and this is what really inspired me to start health set go so that i could ensure that you know every child in in india could have access to good health preventive health before there even is a problem um and so now health set go has a vision of every child healthy and uh, that's what we aim as an organization
Oh yes, I'm sure you've come a really long way, and it's it's really great that you've joined the health sector. That's really commendable. And I mean, even the government in this year's budget, it shows that they've realized the importance of the health sector, and there is a significant increase in the budget for the healthcare sector, a massive 137 percent increase. And yes, obviously, it's true that the health of a country it obviously determines the overall quality of the nation and of course the economy so moving on to healthset go could you just tell us what are the services provided by healthset go and how are you making healthcare affordable and accessible to thousands of children in india yes of course so healthset go we specifically work with schools and colleges and we help schools and colleges become empowered with healthcare services and facilities so that those can be offered further to the students and the parents so a couple of things that we do at healthset go number one we do an annual health checkup of every single child in schools and colleges and that is because if you ever want to achieve any health goal you need to know where you are and that is what we do annually for every child where a team of doctors uh, you know really qualified doctors pediatricians dentists ophthalmologists paramedic staff they come to our partner schools they do a health checkup of every single child and that report is then shared with the school and the parents and surprisingly this has really helped us detect a lot of issues at the early stage so you know whether it is a child who's overweight or whether it's chronic anemia or any other problem that is out there our doctors are able to detect that and then inform the parents so that the parents can take timely action and these reports are also very important for the school because the school can understand okay you know what my school is facing an obesity problem my school has let's say every child in the school has cavities you know there was one school which realized that 40% of the school had lot of cavities so they they said you know we need to do something about it so these are some good data points you know with data you can really accomplish a lot and when we give these health records to parents and schools uh, we do it in a way that is digital so every parent every single year can track their child's health so as you know when a child enters school they enter at the age of 2 which is when they're very very young and when you leave school you leave at the age of 17 so you have 15 years where we can assist parents and schools in tracking a child's health could be an eye health issue could be a dental issue could be anemia could be something severe like type 2 diabetes it's the right time to detect and diagnose these kinds of things um the second thing that we offer to the schools is health education which obviously is extremely important because health is all about your daily habits and your daily lifestyle right so we need to make sure that right, through yeah. education we're able to educate students on nutrition we're able to educate them on physical fitness on mental health um and there are so many themes that we focus on which are depending on each and every age group that we work with um so this is something that really helps in schools and this goes on throughout the year um after this what we do is also ensure the school has adequate health facilities this includes having a medical room inside the school all of us have had a headache stomach ache something right and we've always gone to a room in the school with a nurse but surprisingly a lot of schools do not have these facilities so we help schools get this entire facility installed in the school where there's a nurse you know pretty much all the hours of the day who's taking care of any health and medical emergency that happens and we also provide health insurance and accidental insurance to all the students and staff members right um so so this is what we do as 
entire services of health and co and now very recently specifically for college students what we have come out with is a coaching program and this targets um the entire physical mental health aspects so that students who are now coming to colleges you know leaving school sort of growing up can actually achieve their goals working with a coach with a health coach and a life coach uh, from health and co you know what priya i think it's fantastic that you're bringing everything together and you know that you're providing a complete and a comprehensive check up from head to toe like now you mentioned that you you have your educational program also which is great so i mean this way no aspect of health is overlooked right okay. and uh, other uh, yeah so otherwise i guess you wouldn't find areas like nutrition uh, you know dental health etc at one place because it is absolutely highly yeah. fragmented right and uh, you know since you're also deliv- delivering it in volume at one place in a school so you're also able to make it affordable okay. right all right uh so now priya you're working in the realm of preventive healthcare and that's something that typically in india we don't really prioritize right we go to the dentist when we have a cavity we visit the doctor yes, when yes. there's already something wrong with us so yeah we don't have that culture of a regular health checkup or being proactive about health as such so um, you see this yes, attitude changing yes definitely i think um it's changing but at a very slow pace you know even right now that we have covid um you know everybody wants a quick solution um they want to take anything that will get them you know prevented from covid but i still see that there are people following the same unhealthy lifestyles um you know the issue is that covid is a is it something that now and so suddenly people have started to um, you know take up all these health measures but after covid will they remain i think that is something that we really need to think about you know where we can actually see if the society has changed but it should not take a life threatening disease like covid to wake everybody up you know um and especially i would like to say when it comes to young children there's a huge attitude in parents so um like i was saying you know preventive is um you know something for which the attitude is slowly changing it's it's not something that has um you know happened uh, uh, at the pace that it should happen because as all of us know india is the diabetes capital of the world it is the cancer capital of the world um we have so many diseases that are predominantly bought um about by these kind of lifestyle issues there are so many people in india who are leading unhealthy lifestyles and when it comes to children their whole attitude is that they are only children so these kinds of things should not be thought about at that young age i mean people still come up to me and tell date although i'm not so young um, they still tell me oh you know why are you paying so much attention right now this is your age to uh, you know do whatever you want then all these health things you think of later on but honestly that's not how it should be health should be something that should be a daily practice because what people don't realize is that the longer that our bodies spend in uh, these patterns these unhealthy patterns the more we get used to it and once our daily actions which are unhealthy become habits it's very very difficult to break habits and once those habits continue on for decades that's when they become diseases and it's not only happening right now for older age groups right now this these diseases even cancer is happening in the 20s so the only explanation from that is that they were under uh, unhealthy habits right from the very beginning so this is something that really needs to be changed
Oh, yes, totally. And I, I agree with you on that, that this attitude is changing, but at a very slow pace. I mean, people got into that home workout routine, but once the lockdown was removed, they're back to their unhealthy lifestyles. So so moving on, uh, personally, as a sportsman, I feel sports has had a huge effect on me, both physically and mentally. So, so I'm a state-level football player. And apart from this, I regularly play a lot of other sports maybe basketball, badminton, or even going out for cycling. So this physical activity has, of course, taught me a lot of skills. So what importance does physical activity hold for you? So I've seen you're into weightlifting. And I just want to say that I saw your TED Talk at Woodstock, was it? Where you absolutely smashed that 100 kg deadlift. Thank you so much. So how has physical activity, mainly weightlifting, helped you you as a person? And does it have any kind of an influence on your discipline or on your uh, projects and everything? Yes. So I think the first thing that really got me motivated to change my own health, I think, I mean, the first thing that I did, and this is from when I was extremely unhealthy, no routine, uh, no diet, no uh, physical fitness, nothing. I hadn't even played a sport in my life before. And this is when I'm already in my 20s, finishing college. And I said, okay, you know what, what do people do to lose weight? They go to a gym. And I went to a gym that did not motivate, that just didn't work for me. And I said, okay, you know, maybe I should just switch to another gym. And coincidentally, I ended up, you know, going to a gym where there was a class going on and I entered. And I remember seeing that there are all these people out there doing things that I thought were completely impossible. Like there were these, these girls, you know doing like lifting you know like doing deadlifts at the time and then there were these people doing rope climbs and there were people doing push-ups and I said oh my god this is the wrong place for me because I'll never be able to do something like this and thankfully I mean at the time I couldn't back out because I'd already signed up so I said it's okay let me just do it and when I did it in my first class I still remember completely being knocked out you know the wind gets knocked out from your lungs I said oh my god what just happened and that was only a 15 minute workout I remember it was a very short workout and I said oh shit I mean I just realized that I don't even have enough stamina to go on for 15 minutes but the whole attitude of everybody there in that class was so encouraging even though I was clearly struggling nobody was looking at me in any kind of bad way and nobody made fun of me it was very important for me to be have a supportive environment around me because my whole life I'd just been, you know, bullied and called negative things all the time. And here was this place where they totally embraced people who finished last. You know, they were like, oh, you're finishing last. Let's just, let's just uh, you know, cheer you on. And it's okay if you weren't able to, you know, lift all that. And it was so supportive that I felt like, you know what, I should come again. And I, I mean, I was really, really blessed that, it happened again. I started coming again and I found an amazing coach who I started working with. And he happened to have been a weightlifter in his time. And his daughter is also an athlete today. And it was just wonderful because he instilled in me the whole athlete mindset. You know, he said, your goals should not be related to your weight. They should actually be related to um, how much you can lift or maybe you want to have another goal like do a pull-up or, you know, these were the kind of goals that I started setting for myself. And before I knew it, I just became much stronger. I stopped focusing on my weight, which I was obsessed with. I started becoming, um, you know, my body started getting into the kind of form that I had always thought it would. And, and it wasn't about being thin anymore. It was about being strong. 
And obviously, if you have to be strong, um, you know, it's not about what you do in the gym. Then you have to sleep better. You have to have a good, uh, you know, a diet, which is balanced. And then everything in my life started, you know, becoming better and better and better because of that one thing. And I was just so motivated by the fact that I want to lift, you know, 50 kgs. I want to lift 100 kgs. I want to cross this threshold. And that is what kept me going. I was like, I need to eat better. And then suddenly I started sleeping at 10, whereas I used to sleep at 3 a.m. And my parents thought, okay, something is wrong with her because I had never been like this before. I had just been totally the opposite of that, right? And I just educated myself as much as I could about nutrition. And that's how everything, you know, started so I completely believe in the fact that if you find something you love and you know many times the kind of sports that we have you know like let's say football cricket basketball they were very intimidating for me um, somehow in school like I, I never wanted to go there because I thought nobody would pick me on the team and stuff and there is no concept of general strength and conditioning in India you know yeah you start with a base of fitness and strength and conditioning. It's always like you first thing that you're, uh, you know, some a boy gets is a bat and ball, right? It's not that they are asked to build your fitness or your strength or your anything like that. And there's no, there's nothing general and approachable right now. And that is what I felt was missing. But when I found this, I mean, I'm, I was so grateful, and it's just a passion of mine to this day. I mean, every day if I can, I, I go and I lift, and it's just a beautiful thing. Um, it really, really helps me, and it's been something that's just constant uh, till till date um, uh, and uh, I, I hope that you know every one of us can find that one thing which is of course physical activity right could be weightlifting could be dance could be football could be anything that really pushes and motivates us um, so yes of course it's definitely been transformative for me yeah so now like from your uh, blog I reckon that you're an absolute workout freak now but but do you give yourself like cheat days so like what's your go-to cheat day meet of course. I mean, you know, when I started, I think I was very, very strict. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, you know, as life goes on, you have to figure out what are your goals. Um, because obviously, as much as I would have loved to pursue a career in sports, um, you know, I my calling happened to be me starting an organization. And when you start building and growing an organization, you can't spend three hours in the gym, right? You have to go to work. Um, so, I, you know, when the whole college phase got over and I... Uh, and my organization started to grow, um, you know, now I lead a much more balanced lifestyle. So I really do believe that, um, you know, like when I started traveling a lot and I travel like a lot for my work. So it's not possible all the time to be 100% on on spot. So I do try to balance as, as much as I can. Yeah. Um, my go-to, so honestly, when I started eating healthier, I started disliking a lot of unhealthy food organically. Like it just happened. I didn't feel like eating only unhealthy food um yeah it happens over time you just develop the taste for you know different healthier food but i love a burger and french fries so whenever that day comes i do yeah, like classic that can never go wrong yeah. yeah 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 exactly so that's what i do okay so now just uh, i just want to quickly shift on to another type of illness i'm talking about mental illness you spoke about mental illness so now but i don't remember in my uh in my school days any instance i guess it's the same for uday also where there was emphasis put on mental health and mental health has for long been ignored by the society and especially the indian society so what about mental health like how can schools what roles do schools play in diagnosing mental health problems in students early on in their lives and what exactly is health set go doing for that 
see mental health as i said you know physical and mental go together and initially i remember thinking that oh i've i've overcome this whole physical fitness thing um, you know i've i've become so fit now everything is fine but what a lot of us don't realize is the kind of mental impact things have on our lives you know when i got bullied as a kid i never got a chance to fully address that right and the kind of insecurities you develop as as kids they remain with you for the rest of your life you know so many of us might have imposter syndrome so many of us might have been in situations in our lives and in in our families uh, when while growing up or you know we had a bad relationship and something really impacted us or a friend um you know stopped talking to us and or or a teacher humiliated us or there could be so many things that would have you know in our journeys impacted us and there's never a time that you actually sit down and address it and i always think that is extremely important that we need to know how to take care of our mind as well and right now as much as we know that india is the diabetes capital of the world and cancer capital of the world mental health is a huge huge growing pandemic as much as covid is right now it's not i mean everybody every single person around us might be going through something anxiety depression um there are things we we are that go undiagnosed there are there are you know and even if it's not a disorder you know someone around us might just need help with something that they're going through at that point and it's very crucial that all of us know that these tools are available and that there is nothing to stigmatize mental health from physical health if you go to the gym well you need to figure out how to take care of your mind as well and i've seen a lot of you know progressive uh, in quotes people who are still like oh i i won't go i'll never go to a therapist i don't need therapy i don't need but it's pretty much the same thing as going to a trainer you know you are you're trying to figure out what is it that's holding you back you're trying to address a lot of issues that you might or might not have um there are many actions in our lives and especially when you're younger right when you're in school and college there are many things you can't talk to your parents uh, about and of course some schools do have counselors but many many schools in india don't even have that right we all don't know where to look where to go and i think therapy is something or a therapist is something that maybe when you grow older you can afford but while you're in college or schools you know these things should be available as exactly. to yeah. students and unfortunately it's not available the only best thing you can do is talk to your friends and let's face it we don't even open up to our friends hmm. and the whole thing about social media coming into the picture where people put up only happy things everything is so happy and amazing and you're accomplishing this that those who puts up something that bad that's happened to them pretty much no one which is why the whole a world of the whole view of the world is so skewed that everybody feels pressure right there can be nobody out there who says i'm not affected by this which is why it's really important for people to understand some tools and techniques um it could be mindfulness it could be meditation it could be breathing it could be talking to a therapist it could be going to a psychiatrist yeah. but understanding acknowledging and knowing and opening up i think th- these are things that need to happen and what health and who is doing right now is we are trying to make it happen for schools um we are trying to provide tools for mental health in schools and when you and as i said when it comes to college um you know everyone above 18 i think is in charge of their own life and that's when we offer um these avenues for college students to work with a coach 
and these coaches are all trained in mental physical every aspect of life but they also help you achieve your career goals and things you might be confused about you know um so these are things that we're doing right now as an organization that's really great priya what you're doing and even i think it's really important as you very rightly said to understand acknowledge and open up instead of you know ignoring and neglecting your mental health needs and it's it's good to know that you're providing tools for mental health in schools because that is something that is really needed moving on now so priya earlier on the podcast we hosted sohani jalota who as you know was a finalist last year at the global citizen prize and now we have you who has actually won the award so i think this is a very special thing for us to have on our podcast the only two indians to have you know received that recognition so priya how did you feel when you got to know that you have been chosen to receive that award and actually i got to know it experience on the like? spot um oh wow i didn't know i was probably that I mean, no, the surprise you know, so, when yeah, you're called, so that was for the finalists, of course. But um, uh, all the finalists were called to the main ceremony. The ceremony happened in London in the Royal Albert Hall, and there were all kinds of people which I personally loved uh, because I'm also a fan of music. And Global Citizen is a huge organization that focuses, that works with a lot of musicians. Um, so you know, you had everyone from John Legend to Chris Martin. Um, uh, you know. like they were all on stage and personally for announcing the award they had uh, the head of the cisco um you know uh, like the head of people in cisco uh, she was there along with jason derulo who's also a singer so he was there on stage and they were going to announce and none of us knew like all of all the finalists who were in the audience none of us knew but as soon as they announced my name it was just a huge 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 thing and i'm so happy on that day i decided to wear a sari just to represent india and you know it was a very proud feeling for me to go up on that stage and receive an award and you know represent the country it was just a dream come true for me yeah and we heard we before this we listened to the speech also that you gave and that was thank you like, thank you very, so a very much. powerful speech i must say yeah so priya now any conversation cannot escape this question so how did covid change your operations and what so did you experience covid of course process? we had to shut down our physical offices but i think very much we continued on virtually and uh, we got a beautiful opportunity to actually support a lot of the schools and the students we work with online right because the whole world has shifted online and we already had in our network a lot of uh, wellness experts you know um, yoga teachers trainers art therapists you know cooks and chefs and we actually conducted more than 300 hours of online wellness classes and more than 100000 students attended over the course of 9 months which was a huge huge thing um we had this entire of course there was nothing in terms of you know revenue for us here because we just took this year as a year to support all our schools and now that schools are reopening we've actually launched um you know our uh, covid platform called covid safe which is actually helping schools and colleges reopen in a very safe way we have a lot of technology and tools that we can actually work with in colleges and schools that will uh, mitigate the spread of covid-19 um so this is how it's been and i think we are very grateful to be a healthcare organization uh, which is able to help in a pandemic that that's really great so another uh, question that we really like to ask on this podcast is the guest's future plan so what what's next for yeah. you priya and what's next for health setco 
so what's next for healthset go i think um you know is is pretty much i mean we usually have a goal of the next few years that we look at you know what can we do and we are very excited to be able to now restart with the schools reopening uh, excited to restart all our uh, core services and offerings for schools okay. but we're also heavily focused on innovating in technology we're we're very proud to have launched our mental health initiative with life coaches during this pandemic in fact so we really want to scale that among college students specifically and thirdly we're also exploring new markets so we want to expand into singapore and africa as new regions uh, where schools very much like india are there who need to be supported in the in in the uh, realms of health so our personal goal is to reach a million students by 2023 the end of 2023 and um, hopefully we are on track to achieve that goal Oh, that's that's really nice, and I wish you all the best for your uh, endeavors. You so, so, before we end, very quickly, what advice would you like to give to other young people who would want to do something like you, or or maybe someone who might have faced the same problems as you? So, any message you would sure. want to give to our listeners? Yes. Um. What I would like to say is that, um. So, one from a personal angle, you know, I did go through a lot of hardships uh, with my personal health, and. if you are out there and you are struggling with your health uh, whether it's physical or mental you know just reach out for help um and just know that you can change that about yourself don't give up and just keep going and work on it it's not easy it takes time but you will you will be successful if you are consistent with your health and it's going to come back to you in leaps and bounds more than what you invested in your health because health is something which impacts every part of your life and secondly uh, when it comes to people who do want to start their own businesses it's pretty much i always equated very similarly to health right mm-hmm. um you know if you start something be passionate about it work hard on it and don't give up because there will be times where you will not get the results you want or there will be ups and downs but your passion is something that's going to keep you going um so that is where i would like to end and i think this year has taught us a lot of perseverance patience everything and these are very important qualities for health and for running your business so um you know uh, that's that's what my message would be yes it was a challenge to both so all right thank you so much for being on this podcast priya thank it was so it was thank really you. great to host you it was lovely to be here thank you so much that's it for today guys thank you for tuning into time out SBSC like you have been always do reach out to us with your questions thank you and until next time thank you so much priya thank you thank you both